welcome back to the New York Gun Guys podcast. My name is John. My name is Taylor. Taylor. Yeah, John, what's up? What are we talking about? Well, this is something that I kind of think about quite often, actually, and um, we run into it as gun owners in pretty much every circle. It's Well, especially in my circle that I like being in, mm-hmm. my Curion Relics and Millsurps and whatever. Sure. But we also run into it on social media and things we see. Yeah. Um, I, I'm going to call this episode Controversial Collecting. Okay. Um, recently, I was browsing Facebook and um, in a collecting group I belong to, and somebody posted up, I believe it was a picture of their World War II German collection. It had uh, P-38, Luger, and it had um, mm. some, uh, you know... N- National Socialist Party memorabilia, you would say. uh, Nazi. Yeah, it was swastikas (laughs) and, you know, but it was all historic and tasteful, not promoting an ideology. Yeah. And one one person's comment kind of really got me me thinking and talking to John about it. This person said, I refuse to have anything in my collection that was part of that regime. I had two great Mm -hmm. uncles who gave a piece of their lives to ensure the Allied victory. I'm not going to collect something that took so much from them. That's my choice, and I understand and recognize the engineering prowess and the need to remember while not celebrating. Look, if... <laughs> so I mean, a lot of people... I'm sure a lot of people out there must feel this way. They, they must yes, feel this way. Yes. So, um, and I, I, you know, specifically talking in this case about, mm-hmm. let's just say, World War II German. Right. But, I mean, if you want to talk about atrocities committed, they just did... They did a lot of atrocities committed in a very short amount of time. You know? Yeah. I think people's specific feelings toward... Nazis, because we're going to get into this. I mean, obviously, there was a lot of other socialist and communist yes. regimes that people collect from, and it's, it right. doesn't seem to be an issue to Russia them. and China. Correct, for right? Perfect. <laughs> North Korea, and, North Korea. You know, so yeah. you know the thing is, uh, and I, I was saying this to Taylor not too long ago that I, I I really think that it's just because like World War Two and the Nazis and Hitler and all this stuff, you know, concentration camps, all the atrocities that, that they completed and have right. done is just so widely documented and, and it's almost pop culture as in like yeah. you know, there's movies made about it, there's there's television miniseries, Band of Brothers, yeah. Save a Private Ryan, all these different things that really highlight it and I think it really it's just more aware to people when yeah. you have other regimes all over the world that have done just horrible, horrible things and killed just as many, if not more, people right. and are still killing people in horrible yes. ways, yet it seems like we can collect that stuff and it's not a big deal. No, exactly, exactly. And um, one thing I also wanted to mention about this is, you know, when you go to a gun show, for example, there's mm-hmm. always the guy that just has the World War Two German mem- uh, military, you know, hats, pins, badges, you know, guns. Mm-hmm. Um, and everyone kind of just gives him the side eye like he's some sort of freak or weirdo. But, you know, remember, they were probably, next to the Japanese, our biggest adversary in World War II. If not the biggest, I would say the biggest. The, the Japanese spread across more uh, geographical area, but yeah. the Germans were, you know, probably our biggest uh, force to be reckoned with in that aspect. Um, but, you know, everyone looks at that guy like he's crazy, but... You know, in my opinion, if he's not promoting the ideology of which that country, you know, represents, yeah. then it's it's doing almost like a historical service, like making mm-hmm. sure that, hey, we have these things, these artifacts from that time, yeah. and let's preserve it. Now, getting yeah. into the firearms aspect of it, mm-hmm. um, you know, people collect Mosin Nagants, people right. collect Chinese SKSs. You know, the Chinese had a lot more time to kill a lot more people and control yeah. people and you know, terrorize the globe, but mm-hmm. they still do it. 
right? And it and it goes beyond just collecting like military, you know, and, and guns and whatnot. I mean, people, you know, especially talking about you know Hitler and the Nazis, they, I mean, there's there's for example people who won't deal in you know gold and silver coins, mm. you know. I mean, and 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 that even goes further. I mean what some people might not know or might not realize is that, you know, those gold coins could have been gold fillings that have mm-hmm. come out of, you wedding know, rings. wedding rings. Exactly. as a lot, you know, so I can, I can kind of understand some portions of it, right? That very coin you might be holding could have been the gold from someone's wedding ring right. or, but you know, it, there's, there's a lot to think about. Um, there is, I want to know about, I know you, you're into collecting a lot of stuff like this. So tell me about your collection. I mean, my collection of military spans a lot of different things. Um, I do have some German World War II, um, you would say Nazi. Sure. Um, you know, a few armbands, um, not for any ideological purposes, yeah. but just for the historical collection. Right. I have two K98. Right. Uh, German World War II K98s. Right. That were and, Russian and, captures. And you do have some, as you said, Nazi memorabilia or whatever you want to call it. Right. You know, military stuff. and, and I would call you it know, memorabilia. Right. A, a military, because right. memorabilia seems like I went on a trip and got a souvenir somewhere. Yeah, I can see that, right. <laughs> and, um, you know, you're, you're Jewish. Yeah. So it's not it's not like, what's the, the kind of relation, you know, like, do you see it as kind of a part of your history? Do you see it just as world history? You know, I, I see it as kind of both. Mm-hmm. Um my personal take on it is that I didn't have family that was involved in World War II. Let's just right. say my grandpa was a Navy vet, but I think he was. I don't. I don't know if he was in combat. I, he was. Last I heard, or the story that I heard, he was a um, like a aircraft machinist. Um, I don't know if he was deployed. I think it was more just like domestic. Okay. Um, but you know, a lot of people do have relatives that fought them. And some people mm-hmm. say, hey, this is my grandpa's Luger. He pulled off, you know, SS right. officer. Okay. Yeah. You know, that's a family heirloom in my opinion. Yeah. Um, I detach the ideology from the artifact. Mm-hmm. Obviously, what the Nazis did was completely atrocity. They were, you know, it was an atrocity. It was a genocide. It was a right. Holocaust. Of course. But, you know, by me having that, I know yeah. that it pisses off so many Nazis, you know, mm. and... Not because, for, because you're Jewish. Right. And <laughs> not for nothing, but like I said, with everything that's going on in the world, it's yeah. important that we preserve this and, you know, preserve the history. Because, yeah. you know, you could I could say to my future son, hey, this is something that people used to wear to support an ideology that killed six mm-hmm. million people right. that, you know, believe a certain way. Right. And with everything that's going on in the world right now. You know, you really have to remember that if history is forgotten, it, it repeats itself. And, and I you find can that it repeats it. itself often. It does. You these, can see it all over the These certain agitators over. that are protesting yeah. are wearing armbands and right. waving a flag mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. you know, and it just really, it like I said, with the, with the Chinese Red Guard, yeah. right. you know, Mao Zedong's youth, um, yeah. and then with the, even the Hitler youth. Yeah, you really need to be aware of the cancel culture right now. Yeah. You know, there's so many things that are toppling, you know, um, statues and, right. and, and wanting to cancel holidays and, and all these things that really it's, you know, it's maybe not the greatest part of American history no. that was involved in it, right? But it's still American history. It's still history. Right. You know, there's certain things that shaped the way our country is today because of things that happened, right. you know, lo- a long time ago. Right. And if we forget, you know, people want to like have cancel culture and they want to eliminate, like, don't, you know, don't, 
teach people about you know slavery in school anymore you know that's that's something i heard like why, why are we not we are teaching that and it's so important that's i mean look slavery is is an atrocity that america american was america was faced with yes you know obviously we've we've grown and we've overcome that if we don't teach the bad that america has done then you know how are we ever going to know that we got to this point right. and you know it's just it's just little things now, like that but also for example on an equally fucked up front you know yeah. i have a japanese arasaka rifle Okay. The Japanese committed fucking so many atrocities right. in World War II. You know, the invasion of Manchuria, the rape of Nanking, yeah. Unit 731, where they subjected prisoners to biological agents, uh, really fucked up experiments. You've ever mm. seen something, really want to see something fucked up? Unit 731, I believe it's called. It's, it's uh, It was a basically a camp yeah. in, in uh, Jap- uh, Japanese-occupied Manchuria where they, even American POWs were involved in this. They took, they shanghaied people, they took prisoners... And they subjected subjected them to medical experiments. Mm, they would tie mm-hmm. somebody up to a post and throw a grenade and then see what it did to them. They right. would expose them to smallpox, all these right, right. biological agents. And American POWs were involved. And the fucked up thing is, mm-hmm. after the war, I'm going to spoil the ending here. Um, after the war, the U.S. found out about it and basically absolved the Japanese of this in lieu of them receiving their medical research. Mm-hmm. So the U.S. government you know, yep. had a hand in saying, yep. hey, we're going to kind of let this slide if you give us what you found. Yep. Same thing happened, you know, with Germany in World War Two. Yeah, I mean, Ron we, Braun we took over. over. We took a lot of scientists. A lot of now, a lot a of lot those of guys though weren't they weren't believers in the ideology. They were basically like, "Hey, the the thing in Germany at the time is, you know, it, before all this came out about the atrocities that they were committing, you know, it was the government, it was the country you lived in, it was the government that was." that was in power at the time, so people kind of aligned themselves with it. Yeah. And if you were a scientist looking to do your work and do your research, you had to be a member of the party. You yep. had to be a member of the government. I could see that. Yeah. So right. a lot of these scientists really didn't have a choice in the matter. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, you could say they did, but you know, some of them maybe right. had their families say, hey, yeah. if you don't come do this work for us, your family's going to get killed. Sure, but at the same time, I mean, there were there were Nazi soldiers that were held accountable for the yes. things that they've done. And, yes. and you know, uh, just what I was saying before, like a lot of these Nazi quote unquote Nazi scientists, you know, I guess that's what we'll call them. That's the term. Yeah. <laughs> that's the term. Right. I mean, they were part of the party Send us to the moon and, um, they were, uh, you know, they were given a pass, you right. know? So, right now, the one thing that getting back to the more collecting side of it is that I wish in my, in my wish is that people don't attach a stigma to inanimate objects. I mean, yeah. if somebody saw the the gun that killed Abraham Lincoln, the Derringer, right. would they have the same, right. you know, fear, the same, mm-hmm. you know, feelings mm-hmm. about that as a, a, a Luger? Right. That's another thing. I mean, when you when you look at you know, when you look at the a gun yeah. used, it's it's more so like you see the gun first, and then it's like, well, what was this gun? Oh, this gun is a German gun. Oh, it was used X, Y, and Z. Right, it has a Waffenop right. on right. it. Right. And... The more you look at it, but it is a gun first. When you yeah. look at like an armband with a swastika on it, what's the first thing you see? You know, it's a swastika. Well, the interesting thing, even with German guns, is Luger's have been around since 1909, yeah. mm-hmm. 1901, 1909, or something like that. They they predate. The Nazi ideology by right. many years. Right. So people see a Luger, they automatically think Nazi gun, but it's like, mm. actually, no, that could be a gun from the Weimar. It could right. be an interwar gun. Yeah. could be a commercial Luger that was mm-hmm. sold to America. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, just because you see something, don't automatically associate it with something or put a stigma right. on it. Um, and then even getting into other areas of my collecting, you know, I, mm-hmm. I mentioned I have 
a couple of K98 rifles, which we'll definitely do an episode on. Um, you know, I have an Arasaka, which is, you know, Japanese, which right. they did some really fucked up shit. Right. But then, you know, I also have Russian guns. And, right. you know, the, the and Russian. American guns, And too. I have American guns. I mean, and who's to say we're... on the other side that Americans weren't the, you know, quote, the bad guy. The bad guy. Right. Yeah. The, yeah. You know, so when you start, when you, when you put an ideology to an inanimate object and not really see it for what it is, then anything could become evil it yeah. could be and, and right now with the council culture it pretty much is everything is becoming eagle right. uh, evil eagle yeah <laughs> well <laughs> so it's just you know it's it's so it's ridiculous right. but without getting too much in the cancel culture and stuff like that like guns I, are a big part of the cancel culture oh of course i mean gun people on youtube gun people on facebook are constantly getting canceled youtube um facebook actually has algorithms to recognize certain phrases mm-hmm. images of mm-hmm. guns yeah and they could cancel them. Uh, yeah. Some collecting groups I belong to, um, if they're displaying a World War II German, let's just say, yeah. they have to blur out the, the, the swastika on right. an item. So that way Facebook yeah. doesn't, you know, so that way you don't get zucked, as they say. <laughs> but <laughs> Well, it's deemed offensive. Uh, well, it's know. offensive. It's offensive to, it, if it, in my opinion, the way I see it, and people have differences in opinions, and that's fine. Right. If you show me something that has a swastika on it, yeah. I'm not going to be offended. But if you then proceed to spray paint a swastika on a synagogue, that is offensive. Obviously. Because there's right. the intent behind it. Right. If I go over to somebody's house, you, you mention this to me all the time. It's like, what do you think people will say if they, they walk into your house and they see your collection? Well, for those... For the obviously that everybody out there doesn't realize <laughs> Taylor basically has his full collection we'll get into his collection his but collection, yeah. he's got well he, you have your like your military right like you know hats pins you know things like that RPG yeah they're like um, it's inert yeah um, <laughs> you gotta gotta put that in there but um, he's got it kind of displayed on like a shelf well it's a bookshelf yeah so and the top I, two shelves of a bookshelf right. in my hallway have it my bayonets my my yeah. pins my badges so hats. i always say to him like yeah you know like i come over i see it and i know you and i understand you know the purpose behind it and and you know but let's say you know one of your wife's friends come over they've never been there before she didn't talk to them about right. it and all of a sudden they walk past it and they see oh shit like there's a there's a fucking like i don't know if you keep your your the nazi armbands there, i but. don't just because of that one yeah. reason um some of my wife's friends are let's just say a little way off to the left mm-hmm. and if you know i i don't keep those up. i there's would no, love to. there's nothing wrong with being left no there's nothing wrong with that but they're like not so social justice warrior yeah. left where to where anything even if you come to my home and i open my home up to you and i you know offer you food and drink and we we hang out and you're my wife's friend even if you see like if they see that they would still get pissed given the context of hey this mm-hmm. is a historical collection mm-hmm. they yeah. would still get pissed and then probably right not be friends with my wife anymore and which i don't want it's a problem right yeah and i just wish more people would say like look there's one thing you walk into somebody's house you see it and then you automatically just say to yourself like nah man this guy's a nazi well (laughs) if if i give you the the salute at the door and say volkman you know it's like no i don't do that (laughs) but i'm saying like let's say okay let's say you know a new a new buddy of yours comes right. over. They don't really know you that well, but hey, you know, come over, have right. a, you know, have a beer. Yeah. We'll you know, we'll barbecue. Whatever they go and they see your bookshelf, they don't see anything. But in their head, they say, "Holy shit, this guy has fucking like Nazi shit." Nah, this guy's a Nazi. Opposed to saying to you, "Hey, I see you have like military stuff over there. 
why do you have like a Nazi armband? Well, and then you can have the opportunity you. to explain. So here's the whole thing. You know, I do X, Y, and Z collecting. This is really what I'm into. It's the historic value of it and blah, 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 right. blah, 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 all that. And that could really make the difference. So I, I urge people out there, if you have a buddy or you end up at someone's house or even if you end up at a gun mm. show, you can make, you know, talk about the, you know, the guy in the gun show right. in the back. Um, Talk to that person. Understand the yeah. reasoning behind. You know, it could have even been like to some people. It could have been their grandpa's bring back from the yeah, war. You have no idea. So you don't. Yeah, exactly. You know, don't prejudge. Right. Somebody don't judge something. Right. Somebody based on that. Um, and as gun owners, we are often under the the magnifying glass of the world and society, and we're deemed the evil, and we're deemed the problem. I think a lot of it comes down to education, and this is why I do collect things from around the world. Right. You know, militaria, yes. Um, you know, coins, for example, too. I mean, you know, you could tell a lot about a country by its currency, mm-hmm. by who's on it, yeah. by the way it's depicted, mm-hmm. um, what it's made out of. And the same thing with, you know, the militaria. Um, it's it's quite unfortunate, though, that a lot of times these things are have that stigma to it. Yeah. You know, I have a lot of Chinese stuff. And like right. I said, the Chinese killed around 53 million people, roughly, over the, mm-hmm. the course, I think, from the end of the... Um, the end of the Civil War when the, the Nationalists lost up until, you know, when Mao died in like 80-something. Yeah. I mean, they were even still killing people in Tiananmen Square. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah. does that does that Chinese, is that Chinese stuff more offensive than Nazi stuff? I mean, to me, I I think yes. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, I'm not downplaying what the atrocities that the right. Nazis committed, but just on a more global reaching scale, yeah. you know, the Nazis were in power 39 to 45. Yeah. You know, that's six years and they, they did a lot of shit in that six years. Don't right. get me don't get me wrong. But you know, unfortunately that ideology still lives on, but so does communism. Mm-hmm. You know, so does the the idea of Maoism. People yeah. are still being put in camps in China. Yeah. You know, the, the Uyghur Muslims are still being put in camps in China and mm-hmm. sent away. Re education camps, they call right, it work right. camps. And the same thing in North Korea. Yeah. I mean I was North, just about to say yeah. you know, some of the stuff that you and I have discussed before is, you know, North Korea. You have a lot of North Korean military. Yeah. So, you know, what really, and they're still around. They're still oh, yeah. doing horrible things. I mean, think about their, their, I mean, their people are, are like basically tortured on a daily basis just living there. Yeah. It's a really you know. weird society to look at. And people ask me, why do you have stuff from North Korea? I'm like, well, as a military it's collector. It's like a mystery almost. North well, exactly. Korea, any, you know? any collect, any, Anything that's so forbidden to a collector is like Cuban cigars to the cigar yeah, fishing. Right. It's so off limits that, you know, just getting it right. is the hunt in itself. Yeah. And you know, searching eBay, yeah. seeing, oh, that's a Korean pin or that's mm-hmm. a North Korean bayonet. And I can see it even being even more interesting for you just because North Korea is such like a closed yes. country to the point where like they don't want anything in, they don't want anything out. Right. So the fact that you can get your hands on, you know, you have a hat. Yeah, right, you have a couple, couple different hats. hats. Yeah. You know, the fact that you can even have that hat and hold it and, and be able to have that in right. your collection or pins, you know, armbands from the, you have the traffic agent armbands yeah. and stuff like that. Um, you know, just the fact that you have that, it's almost it is. super interesting it in, its, is. in its own. Um, and also North Korea had a lot of influence in modern Cold War conflicts. They mm-hmm. armed and trained a lot of people in Africa, in uh 
in um like I forget the um like Zimbabwe and Liberia those conflicts that were going on those Cold War mm-hmm. conflicts where Russia North Korea and China were arming them and the U.S. was fighting them right um the same thing in in Panama and Grenada down in Central America and the Caribbean North Korean was North Korea was arming Cuba that was we were directly in you know fighting Cuba um and that's where some of this stuff came from my bayonets came probably from uh the, the conflicts in panama as bringbacks as souvenirs so you know it's just kind of a weird travel history from north korea to panama panama to the u.s right you know so i just i and to me what the atrocities at north north korea is committing upon its people nowadays is is horrible you know there's famine there's starvation there's political persecutions you know unfortunately americans have gone there and have left in comas you know yeah and i mean that happened in recent memory yeah people you know that was his that was what that happened like five years ago yeah something like that you know but you know it's one thing when you go to a country and you think, oh, I'm an American, nothing can happen to me. But when you go there to a country, yeah. yeah, there it definitely can. In, in a lot of countries, it is mildly true. You're an American. There's a lot that America, that American status can do for you. Right. But when Not you go North to North Korea. Korea, that's it, man. And you're just like everybody else. Right. Like, No, they, you're worse than everybody else. Yeah. You're the imperialist dog that they yeah. have all their propaganda mm-hmm. that shows that yeah. you're the evil I, in the world. I mean, and you can look up YouTube videos of people going to North Korea. and like, I would have filming. loved to have gone. In I all mean, honesty, I really would have. It, just as a, a historical, cultural trip. I mean, yeah. I, I, I don't travel the world, really. I wish I could. I can't afford it because I'm broke. Right. But, <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, that would have been honestly one thing I would have really liked to have done. I want to go to China. I want to go to North Korea. I want to go to Japan. I want to go to Europe. Um, but, you know, and then getting into getting back into the firearms aspect of it, collecting the firearms, you often collect you often collect things that go with the firearms, a mm-hmm. magazine, a magazine right. pouch, a bayonet, an oiler. So, you know, if you collect, if you happen to have World War II uh, firearms, you know, let's just say German firearms, like, like K-98s, well, you, you want bayonets, you, you know, you might want a bayonet with it. Yeah. You might want, uh, you know, an armband or a, mm-hmm. or a hat or mm-hmm. a uniform or something. Right. right. You know, it, it kind of paints a complete picture. Yeah. Of, of, of a collection. Right. So, like, if you, when you go to gun shows, I mean, you've mentioned this to me before. You go to gun shows, you see, like, you know, the guy in the back. Yeah. You might have, like, you know, Nazi, you know, military. And that guy kind of gets, like, looks. Yeah. You know, like. I, You know, some people are like, we, you know, there shouldn't be a place at a gun show for that. You know, honestly, I think a lot of what gun shows were even founded on were people who, who were veterans coming back with and trading and buying and selling yeah. and sportsman shows. I mean. I don't think, you know, like I said, it's all about intent. If he's there trying to recruit you to some group, well, <laughs> then, yeah, of course. then yeah, he shouldn't be, he shouldn't be there in my opinion. But, right. you know, if he's sitting there trying to just sell World War II German mil- uh, military, you know, people saying you shouldn't, you know, you shouldn't spend money on it. You're just proliferating the trade mm. of, listen, people do a lot more fuck. people buy a lot more fucked up shit. Your iPhone. Yeah. You know who that's made by? Right. People that they had to install nets around their living quarters that way they don't jump out of the windows. Right. I mean, but we have no problem with an iPhone. Yeah. It's, you know, the world wants to pick and choose what they want to get outraged over. Always, yeah. And historically speaking, you know, this is something that I feel is very right. relevant that still lives on to today. There's still groups that believe in the Nazi ideology right. that I don't agree with, obviously, right. but... 
you know, it, it's still something that lives on into present day. And if you don't understand where it comes from and how we whip the shit out of them, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it never bothered me. No, you know, like it, seeing that. I mean, obviously, what they, what the Nazis did, obviously, or any other right. communist, socialist, whatever country that you know committed horrible, horrible acts. That's obviously a problem, right? I think it's a problem to most people. The sale, purchase, trade of militaria, it never bothered me. When I would go to, you know, we've been to gun shows together, yeah. and when whenever you see like you know a German Luger, it's it's interesting, man. It it, it it's cool. You know, I mean, there's, you know, I've been down south, you know, Gettysburg, for example. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've I've purchased buttons, you know, that were found and things like that. You know, just weird, you know, weird little things. Yeah, I relics. Mean, people can argue that, look, I mean, half of, the, half of the Civil War side was fighting for, you know, slavery and things right. like that. So is it really bad if we collect that Amer- part of American history like if we if what if I collect a button from that the was on a confederate, confederate soldier yeah. you know like does that make me a racist does right. that make me you know and it's like and you know I'm not talking about like the confederate flag everyone's got their viewpoints on that I mean mm-hmm. but I'm talking about like the actual you know a button you right. know or a belt buckle or a hat or, or or a jacket I mean does that make me someone who sympathizes with Slavery? Right. I don't think so. You know, no. and and no one talks about that. No. We talk about the flag a lot, but we don't talk about the actual, you know, relics that are found. So, and it's right. just like one of those things. I just think because World War Two is just so popular as a, of a war, right? You know, then we, we we have a different opinion on it. Right. Right. Would you, John, collect anything like German World War Two German? Let's just say. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you wouldn't have an issue with that. I wouldn't have an issue with it. No. Um, I don't know if I would display it. But then again, I don't really display that meant that much shit. You really don't, you know. No. So uh, it's just not in my nature to display, right? And I, that probably probably would be why I wouldn't go out and and buy stuff. I would buy guns, yeah. You know, put them in my safe, have them, well, bring yeah, them even, out, even shoot guns. Them. You know, like right. a K ninety eight. You know, German K ninety eight, full waffen up. Sure. Everything. Yeah, of okay. course. I mean, I have Mosin the Gans. Right. You know, they got the hammer and sickle on them. <laughs> you <laughs> know, they I do. Mean, you know, I mean, and the Russians aren't the spitting image of gr- the greatest government of all time. So, no. um, you know, it's just one of those things. But that's not, but that's okay. You know, right. in everyone's mind, oh, well, you know, it's just, you know. Yeah, the Russians were our allies in World War Two to a degree. But right. then, you know, the Cold War kicked off and then right. they were our greatest enemy. Right. So, <laughs> yeah, and and you know they have their place in current, right. you know, current um, administrations and how people feel about them. Right. I think John, if you like you like you said earlier, if you happen to see somebody, let's just say you're listening to this and you're like, wow, these guys are racist and these guys are Nazis and they're glorifying <laughs> Nazis. If if anyone thinks that, I mean, <laughs> right, you have to like you have to understand. I can't. If you've listened to any of my previous episodes, for example, the Weapons of War episode, yeah. I don't glorify violence and war i happen to really highly revere it in the fact that holy shit this is something that happens in our history and i'm able to hold these weapons and see firsthand you know the effects that maybe people had you know when you go and shoot these guns when you see them when you see the carvings and the stocks you know it's something that i i it kind of humbles me in a sense to wow it's like wow we live in such a privileged society right now to where Mm -hmm. You know, I don't have to sign up for the army. I don't have to fight a war. Yeah. You know, people choose to go and do that. People were 
drafted to go do that. I right. I live in a privileged part of the of the world right now where I don't have to. Right. So you know, humility. If people have a little bit more humility in their life, I think it'll bring society to a much better place. Yeah. Um. So I'm not in any way glorifying the acts of the the Germans in World War II or the Japanese or the Chinese or the Russians. You know, or the North Koreans. It's just that when you have something that you could physically hold and you could see and you could show to somebody and say, look, this is something that happened. This is what it was. This is a part of it. It's history. You go to a museum, you look at history. You go, you know, to a graveyard, you look at history, you know. Um, I just happen to think that when it comes to recent history like world war ii i mean it's still recent history there's still people oh, alive yeah. that lived it very oh, few yeah. but mm-hmm. there's still people are you mm-hmm. know my grandma's 92 no, yeah. it's gonna be 92 next month right so she was alive during it so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um so it's still very relevant and you know we're only like two generations removed from it <laughs> yeah at, at minimum yeah one generation to some people right <laughs> so i think that you know if you if you happen to see if you happen if you want to judge us and say fine okay that's that's your opinion mm. but just know that the things that are going on today are still very reminiscent of what was going on in the past. And without understanding what happened, you can't interpret what's going on today. Yeah. People, you know, want to go around and cause mayhem and destruction and wear armbands and wave flags. That's been going on for, you know, in, in throughout modern history. Right. And unfortunately, it's never good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it's true. I think what we all have to do is we really have to understand that there's there's a def- there's a there's a dividing line right. between someone who's correct collecting things, whatever it is, but collecting things to, you know, preserve history, maybe be able to tell the story, maybe they have family who live through it, right. things like that. And then the other side of that, the people who are sympathizers, you know, I mean, look, you can have the same exact Nazi armband in your right. collection that someone else could be wearing and promoting. And right. I think that's why it's it's pretty sensitive for a lot of people yeah. because it's still alive today. You know, the like you were saying, the the idea behind, you know, that movement. Right. Unfortunately, there are people who still feel very strongly and then they they promote it. Right. But there is in my opinion, there is a very clear line between someone like yourself who collects militaria and someone who is going out there and buying things like new new production things, you know, yeah, yeah. new production. Well, things. What do you think about reenacting, for example? I mean, yeah. well, I've been to reenactments here on Long Island where there are German World War Two reenactors. Yeah. I mean, what's your opinion on that? If you go out and dress up yeah. as a as a quote Nazi. Yeah. Now the funny thing is about these reenactors, they didn't have the, the swastika armbands. They weren't like a hundred percent. They had an eagle armband, mm. which is kind of to signify. I yeah, I get it. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, but you can say the same thing about when you go down south and you yes. and you see you know a Gettysburg reenactment. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. You have people on both sides, and those are people. You know, we don't look at the people who are on the Confederate side and say, "Wow, like you." That like guy Jim over there, yeah, you know, slavery. right? We we but we don't do that, right? People yeah. go, people go, and they fucking they make it's a vacation. You right. go, you see the Gettysburg reenactments. They fight yeah. in the fields. They're shooting cannons. It's amazing to watch. Right. That's what battle was like, you know. But we don't look at half of that side and say, "Wow, those guys are fucking racists." We know. We look at it and we say, "This is history." The interesting thing, one thing I want to add to that is a lot of times, especially in Confederate circles. Um, Confederate firearms are so rare mm-hmm. and they're worth astronomically more than their yeah. northern counterparts. The same thing with 
German guns. Well, they lost the war. They did. And they're... But it's just kind of interesting when you look at the history of it. Okay, let's just say the Confederates, for example. They were under siege from the North. They didn't have the, the technology or the industrious, the industrial capabilities that the North did. Mm-hmm. So how are you going to make guns in a mostly agrarian uh, culture? Yeah, right. And the few guns that actually survived and made it out even into today's world, they're, mm-hmm. they're really highly collectible and they're right. worth a lot of money. And same thing with with uh, German guns too. A lot of you know rarer German. The German guns are very rare. I mean, obviously K ninety eight is like millions of them. Same thing with like Luger's. But when you talk about like let's just say like a, a sniper K ninety eight, right? Like a true K ninety eight sniper. I forget the technical designation for it. Don't beat me up over it. But you know that's thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars mm-hmm. as opposed to you know a sniper M one C or an M one D Garand. Yeah. You know, I mean. The, I think Lemmy from Motorhead said it best. He was a very prominent uh, World War II German uh, military collector. Mm. And he always said um, in his infinite rock and roll wisdom, he's like, you know, the bad guys always had the, the, the better looking outfits. You know, yeah. Like, you know, he just kind of summed yeah. it up in a pure rock and roll yeah. sense. And people are kind of drawn yeah. to that. I mean, if you, I mean, let's be honest when, and and you know what? It's funny because you mentioned their outfits. You look at like the German officer's uniform. I mean, it's a, it's a pretty cool looking uniform yeah it is um and it's funny because it's that uniform is actually portrayed in like other movies yeah star wars star wars um starship troopers have you seen starship troopers yeah the i mean and that's like a fascist you know government like world government and whatnot um but those like their their officers are right. i mean you look at their uniforms they're very yeah. reminiscent of Same, yeah. you know and it's true i star mean star wars is the biggie one though i mean yeah. they used a lot of prop guns too um they used a lot of um the prop guns were made like the from bla- the blasters yeah the blasters and, yeah. The, and i think um, like console's blaster right well right? it's a c96 broom handle yeah. yeah yep um a lot of the guns that the uh the stormtroopers had you know mm-hmm. stormtroopers yep. germans mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. um you know, they had, you know, modified MG-34s, and they had a lot of different guns that were made from... Now, just do people think that Star Wars is racist or Star Wars are Nazis? Like, no. That was an evil portrayal. It was a fictitious portrayal of an overreaching government that the rebels had to fight. Yeah, right. And it's, it's, it's interesting that, you know, those types of uniforms and stuff are kind of captured by cinema yeah. into being like the you know the oppressive right. government and you know i mean you take it and you know and that even might play into the whole you know why it's so why collecting certain things are so bad but like you were saying before when when people go to these reenactments i mean you know it's you can you can go and you can play paintball right. as germans versus the americans you know what i mean <laughs> yeah so like the the kids who, who are on the german side who come in fucking german uniforms are they are they nazis Airsoft, like yeah. are they nazis no they're not nazis no. but it's you know right. it's like one of those things we have to i think we have to stop being so i don't want to for lack of a better way to say it we have to stop being so sensitive to we'll just what the that. first emotion is, you know, like people see it, and their first emotion is, "I'm at, I'm mad at you for having this," and they don't care to learn about it in any way or right. learn about you and why you do the things that you do. Right, and you know, it, like you said, it gets into today's culture where you know, go punch a Nazi. It's like, you know, um, I'll, I'll tell you a funny anecdote off off mic, but actually, a relative of mine, funny enough, actually once pot punched a Nazi, like an actual literal mm-hmm. neo Nazi. I'll tell you the story. Um, it happened, I think, in like the 70s. Yeah. But, um, you know, that's a little different. I don't necessarily condone violence like that, but, you know, whatever. Mm, right. um, it, 
it's just one of those things, man, where people have to just really detach an ideology from an inanimate object. And yeah. if you yourself are not promoting right. it, then, you know, I think everything should be okay. Yeah, I really I, and, I, and I agree with you. I think people need to really, they really need to separate it in their mind. Just because you have, you know, a certain country's items doesn't mean that you support what they do exactly. at all. So, I don't know. Do you want to... Um, do you want to talk about a little bit of like what you have as far in your collection as far as like the North Korean stuff? Yeah, yeah, I do. Um, so there's going to be some pictures that we're going to put up and stuff, but um, one, I mean, the most the most visually striking thing is the flag. Yeah, uh, the North Korean flag. That's actually a ship's flag from Russia, and basically, like, I don't know maritime law very well. So, but when a ship, for, at least in Russia, enters another country, they have to raise the flag of that country that they're visiting. So. Um, this is a Russian-made flag from actually 1990 mm-hmm. um, uh, from North Korea. Um, two hats. One's a, uh, a soldier's kepi-type hat, and the other is a, a police officer's hat. That's what it was sold to me as. It has a green brim, a green um, piping on the top. It's like a green braid. Yeah, kinda. yeah. yeah. Um, two bayonets, uh, Type 68 AKM bayonets. That's the North Korean uh, AK. Yeah, um, that's the North Korean AK bayonets. Uh, one is has a tan canvas hanger. The other has a green canvas hanger. The green one is f- allegedly for domestic use, and the tan one is uh, for export use. Um, two armbands. One of them, which is blue, uh, has blue on the outside. That's a traffic woman's armband. Like you'll see the pictures of them because they don't have traffic, traffic lights. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, their country. And the other one, I'm not quite sure what it is. I was told it was a police officer's armband but mm. i don't read korean and then people whom i've reached out to about it they, they don't really know what it is mm, interesting um a bunch of pins some hat pins medals paratroopers badge um things like that i mean it's very um some of them are you know medals for soldiers being in war um and then i also have a stack of north korean currency um which is kind of cool i mean it's new in the wrap and it you know, it's one of those things where you find online and it's like, okay, this is interesting. You know, there's certain places where you can find things like that. Mm-hmm. A lot of it comes into China and then it's sold from China to the world. Mm-hmm. So, because um, China borders North Korea in one part. So, um, I just happen to think that, again, North Korea is for, as a, from a collector standpoint, it's one of those things where it's like, it's very, they're a very insular country. They don't allow trade. Mm-hmm. For the most part, a lot of it is very black market. So to be able to find things from that country for a military collector is a very, it's like a gold mine, you know? It's, right. And also like the hunt, like the bayonets, like I love seeing misidentified bayonets because mm. it's like, I know what that is. Yeah. I know that's a type type 68 North Korean AKM bayonet. Right. So I'm hopefully going to get it for a steal. Right. So right. same thing with a Bulgarian bayonet, same thing with a Russian bayonet, yeah. you know? Um, I'm still on the... Elusive, the elusive one is the Finnish M39 bayonet that sometimes goes for more than the guns itself because they're so fucking rare. I'm hoping maybe I could come across one somewhere, but that pipe dream's probably... If anybody has happen. one, please contact Oh, man, us. I can't even afford it, even if... I mean, they're like $800 just for right. a bayonet. Oh, I my mean, God. Yeah, they're very rare. Um, right. That's that's a dream. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, I mean, I think we pretty much covered this. Yeah, it's, I think we covered there's it There's not all. too much to talk about with this. It's kind of more of a personal choice, but... Like I said, one thing if we if you could take away from it is just definitely don't discount something f- because of its face value 
learn the history of it. Talk yeah. to people. Don't yeah. unfriend your your buddy just because you see he has a, a Nazi armband on his shelf. Maybe that's his grandpa's that he brought back from the war. Right. Maybe there's a story behind yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Take you know? take the time and don't just jump right to one emotion and be done with it and write the person off understand them especially if like you know them you're friends with them understand what they're about you know like taylor said maybe it's there's some like family significance to them or or whatever or maybe they just they collect it because they really appreciate that time in history and maybe they and maybe they have things from both sides i mean taylor you have m1 garens and 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 all this stuff and you know so I mean, you have both sides, right? You have both yeah, sides of the conflict. The irony, it's not like the irony is that most of my military is Eastern Bloc, the quote bad guys. Yeah. But um, I am slowly getting more into the American stuff. Yeah. Um, it's just you know, with every new thing, like I, I I did a lot of research and I learned a lot about Eastern Bloc uh, firearms and military. So okay, that was you know something I had to learn a lot about, and now it's like I'm slowly getting into the American and slowly getting into German stuff, yeah. which there's a lot more to know. Sure, I mean there's sure. so much to know. Yeah, and that's the scary part, man. It's just mm-hmm. like the little numbers, the minute differences. Yeah. The I mean the fakery in German stuff is so mm-hmm. prevalent, mm-hmm. and it's really you know you got to know what you're looking at, and so that way you don't get burned. Yeah, for sure. Well, I guess that's it for today. Yeah. I think we covered it pretty well we don't want to beat a dead horse but um yeah so yeah go out and collect pretty much it go out collect if you guys have any questions about anything if you guys have anything yeah if you guys want to show us some things and we don't you know we don't have to even post it or anything we don't we don't have to say your username but send it our way we we find that stuff super super interesting so if you have anything let us know um share share the podcast guys because we're growing um we're getting a lot of views which is awesome we're getting a lot of like total downloads we have an episode mondays uh and we have an episode on fridays now we're yes. doing two because we we kind of hit like a thousand like a thousand total downloads and um we were kind of excited about that we're like oh let's 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 do two a week so we can- also have like over 100 likes on the facebook page which i know that might not seem like a lot but like literally starting at zero yeah is pretty cool <laughs> i think <laughs> yeah i mean if you really think about it we started this what less than two months ago right? Yeah, yeah. less than two months ago and we've already got i think it's like 1800 total downloads that's a yeah. lot of downloads guys 1800 downloads and we have over 100 likes on the facebook we have like what close to 60 likes on the instagram i'm sure a lot more of you have facebook than instagram but right. if you have both look out for us i actually i just made a tiktok oh boy for, yeah the yeah. chinese are coming to get you oh my god yeah, so we uh, we made a TikTok just just to increase our visibility and going back to what you were saying before about um like uh, I don't know if we talked about this on the mic or if we talked about it personally um about I think we did about um how they're censoring you yeah. know, gun posts and stuff TikTok actually has like policies where you can't even have guns on TikTok really can't be, I mean now there are a lot of people who do have guns on TikTok but they're Jesus. subject to getting you know getting eliminated so we're not gonna probably not gonna show too many guns on tiktok we'll, we'll save that for the instagram and the facebook yeah but uh you know we're gonna go in there and say just introduce what we do and i'm gonna you know do some teaser stuff and post it out there because tiktok's huge right now it is There's a lot of people who are doing like guns of tiktok and shit like that so you'll see us on there if you have it. and maybe we'll get some people who are a little bit younger who are just getting into guns who are into podcasts and they'll listen to it so yeah we'll see uh, but uh until next time guys thanks for tuning in uh we uh, we really appreciate it thanks guys